This podcast is an examination of the historical research of William Branham and his message cult following. William Branham was a minister in the gambling town of Jeffersonville, Indiana, just across the river from Louisville, Kentucky, as early as 1933. He came in contact with the Reverend Roy E. Davis, an official spokesperson for the 1915 Ku Klux Klan, and later Imperial Grand Dragon of the Ku Klux Klan. Davis introduced Branham to the Pentecostal faith and the art of faith healing, which would later be introduced into Branham's stage persona as he took his place among the evangelists in the post-World War II healing revival. Branham is credited by some as being a catalyst for the Latter Rain Movement and Jim Jones of People's Temple. This podcast is not sympathetic to the views of the Ku Klux Klan that William Branham held, but it is disturbing and warrants research. This podcast is an examination of that research. You can find more about this research and other topics on the website william-branham.org. Join us as we turn back the pages of time and examine the controversial issues of William Branham and his message. John chapter 7 describes a very powerful statement by Jesus Christ, one that must be considered when you compare the gospel of Jesus Christ to the gospel of William Branham. Jesus says this, The one who speaks on his own authority seeks his own glory, but the one who seeks the glory of him who sent him is true, and in him there is no falsehood. Has not Moses given you the law? Yet none of you keeps the law. Why do you seek to kill me? That's John chapter 7, verses 18 and 19. To the cult following of William Branham, this man claiming to be from the hills of Kentucky is believed to be the messenger for our day, as Jesus Christ was the messenger to the Jews. And Branham promoted himself to be the seventh age messenger, adding the word age to the seven churches of Asia Minor that are described in the book of Revelation. Claiming to be like Moses through a story of an angel visitation, Branham is believed to be the law for the end time. On our website, we have a list of laws that his followers must follow. The, the link will be included in the video. We have this as well as a list of statements that simply are not true. But this teaching of Christ is absolute truth. If the messenger is seeking the glory from the Father, then his words will be absolute truth. If he is seeking his own glory, there will be falsehood. I find it ironic that in many of our discussion groups, the people battle truth with insult. When faced with instances of this messenger displaying falsehood, rather than offer apologies or explanations, the poster is usually belittled with words of condemnation, comments about appearance, hobbies, 
and even past sins, long covered by the blood of Jesus Christ, are resurrected in an attempt to halt exposure of the truth. The Jews sought to kill Jesus for the very same reason. Christ was explaining to them how the works of the law could never save them. Mankind needed a Savior. Christ came to fulfill the part of the Old Covenant that they failed to keep. By abiding by the law that was constantly broken, God humbled himself to take the form of a man to, to live the life that we could never live. And yet the Jews tried to kill him. They could not keep their own rules, but sought to kill the one who exposed the rules and their weakness. Branham came with many rules, many of which were not even in the Old Covenant. And he broke rules that were in the Old Covenant. And his followers, who modeled their lives after this prophet, do the same thing. But like the Jews, most people have abandoned the rules that were laid out in Branham's new gospel. Most have television, listen to radios, tell jokes, and more. Everything from hairstyles that Branham condemned to sports that were of the devil. Most cult churches pick and choose what rules that they wish to impose on their followers as though it's some sort of cafeteria-style religion. Paul said in Galatians 3, For all not just the following of the little bride, for all who rely on the works of the law are under a curse. For it is written, Cursed be everyone who does not abide by all things written in the book of the law, and do them. Now it is evident that no one is justified before God by the law. For the righteous shall live by faith, but the law is not of faith. Rather, the one who does them shall, li shall live by them. Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is everyone who is hanged on a tree, so that Christ, Jesus, the blessing of Abraham, might come to the Gentiles, that we might receive the promised Spirit through faith. That's Galatians 3, 10-14. Those that have been set free from cults, based on works, have the same resounding message. It felt like we were under a curse. And when you consider Branham's gospel, the resurrection of law, it's very easy to understand that this curse is placed upon the followers. Listen to the words of James in chapter 2. James says this, for whoever keeps the whole law and yet stumbles at one point is guilty of breaking all of it. That's James 2, verse 10. 